Hello and welcome to the I Don't Have a Name for This podcast. I'm your host, Kristen J, and I'm so, 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 so happy to be blessing your beautiful, beautiful ears with my voice today. First and foremost, if you're a returning listener, thank you, thank you, thank you so much for your support, you guys. We are monetized again. Like, we did it twice. (laughs) Just a little quick backdrop before we get into the podcast episode. Um, When I started this podcast last year, um, you had to have 50 listeners to be able to monetize your episodes. And so I hit 50 listeners. Um, I only released four i think four to five episodes last year and then february 2023 i get this email saying by the way we updated our terms and conditions and you now have to have a hundred listeners and so that makes your podcast show ineligible for monetization well baby we dropped episode two season one i mean season two episode one and we're monetized again (laughs) and i just could not have done this without your support uh your continuous waverless support just i i'm speechless when it comes to it because i don't know what i just what i've done to deserve such loyalty and such you know to have people all over the world listening to me is a little insane i'm just like why are you guys listening to little me (laughs) But I know why you guys are actually listening to me. Like, I have stuff to share with the world. And that's the reason why I created this podcast. And it's just so nice to have that recognition. Although I don't need it. Because I would do this even if I had one listener and if I wasn't monetized. I would never ex- expect it to get monetized on my on my podcast when I started it anyways. So, it's just a plus. It's just, like, nice, you know? Especially when, like, you've lived most of your life in, 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 in imposter syndrome. So, if you're a returning listener, I really do appreciate your support. It means so much to me, more than I can possibly describe. Um, but I think you feel it. And I'm sending you so much gratitude, so much love, so much light. And just thank you so much. And if you're new to this podcast, you can stay true to this podcast by subscribing wherever you're listening to or watching this podcast. Um, I would really appreciate it if you guys also participated in the polls on Spotify. I know a lot of my listeners, I think majority of my listeners are actually listening on Apple Podcasts, but I do have a very decent listening um, audience on Spotify. So, um... If you're on Spotify or if you have access to Spotify, go ahead and check out those polls. Check out also um, in the description my website. In my website, I have a link to the podcast site that allows you to leave your feedback and um, participate in our survey. And, 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 and most importantly, subscribe to our newsletter, you guys. This is the first time I get to talk about the newsletter in the podcast because um, the the newsletter was born. When was it born? It was born um, probably two weeks before the um, season two, episode one dropped. And that was well after um, I recorded the episode because I recorded the episode so far 
before it was dropping so i didn't even know i was going to be doing a newsletter and okay i guess i'll tell you guys about it now it's like i'll talk about it later but like the newsletter came to me as i was meditating i was in a yin yoga session with my sister while she was visiting here last month and it was like i just got this like voice in my head and i just like it was download and i was like i want to do a newsletter with my podcast i want to give my listeners my supporters um I want to give I want to give so much with this podcast. I know I give so much already with just the episodes, but there's something about like also having that exclusive insight to the podcast and getting to like hack my brain in a sense when I'm producing these newsletters because I'm giving you the background, the backdrop. And so like it, there's tea on there and I I dip into a little bit of astrology cuz I'm an astrology girly like not too much i don't know too much so i'm not <laughs> promoting that i'm a, a expert or anything but you know i'm you know intermediate around there so whenever i know anything that's happening for the collective i also wanted to share that and there's something about also just having writing like for me i'm a pen and paper girly if you know me i'm a diehard pen and paper girl so when it came to law school and i had to literally become completely completely electronic it was really hard for me to do that transition because all of my years in undergrad i took all my notes literally handwritten after they were handwritten i would transcribe them into the computer and so law school doesn't allow for that <laughs> like there's no time for that you're wasting time so um we're not gonna, we're not here to talk about law school that was last week's episode <laughs> i mean two weeks ago's episode um today we're here to talk about something that is so important and near and dear to me um that i just had to create an episode about it and i don't have the newsletter created at the moment that this podcast is being recorded which is the same day that it's going out um today is march 17th that is 408 and my laptop is about to die no all right we're just gonna we're just gonna pray for the best here <laughs> but um i don't have a newsletter for this podcast episode just yet i do want to include some juicy astrology in there so you will be getting that out if you're listening to this podcast episode after march 20th the newsletter um has already went out for this episode but you can still subscribe to the newsletter and i will make sure that you get all the copies of what we have had so far so you're not missing out on anything okay there's more than enough to go around but let's get into this episode this was a very very lengthy intro longer than i'm used to just because there was so much to talk about so much juicy things so much tea to share so much tea to spill so um let me get some water on that <laughs> yes so grab your tea grab your water and let's buckle down into this episode and before i get started in case y'all thought i forgot because i did it how are you doing no really how are you doing you know i don't ask for that superficial i'm good i'm okay answer i want you to really tap in 
and feel how are you doing and know that whatever comes up for you when you ask yourself that that answer that you kind of try to like push down that's a very valid feeling that's a very valid emotion that's a very valid answer and there's no right or wrong answer to how you're doing i just want to create space for you to feel and tap in and acknowledge whatever emotions come up for you whenever you think about how are you doing I normally don't answer this for you guys, but today, I don't know, I feel called to answer. I am doing way, way better. I um, let you guys in on the fact that I've been dealing with high-functioning depression, and it's been a real struggle, especially in a setting like law school where it doesn't really allow for mental health recovery um and just because of the speed that everything goes in there's a lot to learn and like very little time and before you know what these three years are going to be over and while they have been the very most stressful years of my life like stressful in the way that i've never experienced because i i i almost considered myself immune to stress like i was just like i lived in stress so much it was my normal that um I just naturally lived with it but now that I've been doing all this spiritual work and all this getting in touch with myself and discovery and self-love journey it feels extremely uncomfortable to be out of alignment with my mental health so I just wanted to share with you guys that I'm doing so much better, so, so much better. We could talk about the who's and the how's and the why's in another episode, but I really want to get into the topic of this episode because it is so important to me that we address this because I feel like it's kind of getting out of hand and your spiritual fairy godmother needs to talk about it. (laughs) Speaking of spiritual fairy godmother, if you're actually watching this, this this visual right now is giving very fairy gaudy fairy gaudy well i didn't mean to say that fairy gaudy esque <laughs> and i'm so 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 here for it but yes without further ado let's get into it naysayers Yes, the naysayers. This episode is for the naysayers. If you're a naysayer and if you've experienced naysaying, this episode is for you. And there's, we've been on both ends of the spectrum. Let's be real. Everybody has been um, a naysayer at one point or another in their life. And everybody has experienced like um, negativity in their life. So... I think this is a very important topic to address because the internet, social media, um, online communities have really made it normal to be like a, I don't want to say toxic, but toxic negative person online and having these negative personas and it's become popularized and it honestly kind of hurts my feelings not my feelings it hurts my soul it hurts my heart when i think about it when i think about the fact that people enjoy commiserating and getting validation from negative um comments and um sharing negative thoughts and bullying online 
rather than uplifting like that the fact that negativity brings more community than positivity is a little bit strange to me and the fact that it's becoming normalized i feel like it's very like it's a very dangerous water to be stepping in and i don't think that that's okay and um it's so funny because this episode was planned out before the whole selena jelena Haley beaver <laughs> drama so that's not where i'm coming from and just in case if you are in tune and up to date with that stuff that's not really the angle that i'm coming from although this does apply to that um this is more so was inspired by a twitter post tweet that i saw the other day um well like a month ago or two and it was this guy and he was saying he had made this tweet and it got so many and that's what makes it so dangerous when i see how many likes retweets um and quote tweets i'm like why do so many people agree <laughs> and granted like you know so to, to each their own like you are entitled to your own opinion you are entitled to think and say whatever you want right that is i i understand and i accept that and um also there as a as a creator i understand that it is it's not anyone else's responsibility to sit here and make me comfortable i need to be comfortable within myself to know that these comments really have no space or no say so in what i'm trying to create and what i'm doing with my life so with that caveat granted i still think also as consumers and as commenters and as spectators we have a responsibility to create healthy environments online like it's not okay to just sit there and bully people and spread negativity and the fact that that is being popularized it's not i don't think it's cool at all um and so i thought that it was very important to address this as a creator and as a consumer because well let me get into the tweet did i even say what what the guy said (laughs) so the guy basically was tweeting and he said i wish i had the tweet i think i screenshotted it but i didn't i didn't didn't prepare that for this episode but he basically said um he said it's so cringe how you know creators are like pretending to wake up from bed in these vlogs and they're like putting their cameras and setting their cameras up to um setting their cameras up to record a video of them driving away but then they're driving back to go get the camera and then like how we're putting the cameras and i say weird because i do this too we're putting the cameras somewhere and then like walking past it acting like you know like it's very natural and organic and it's a very much curated experience and we do do that we do do those things as creators and he was just saying how it was very cringe and like he could never and it was just a very negative take and um and that's okay that he could never and there was a lot of people agreeing like yeah i could never do that it's so cringe whatever whatever and that's okay it's not the, the fact that it's cringe it's the fact that it was a very negative undertone to the, to the tweet that kind of broke my heart that was like i didn't take it personally but it 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 hurt my heart to see so many people commiserating and and joining together on this negative hot take and it's like okay if that can't be you that's okay but like you can take your hat off and give respect to the people that 
that it is, you know, that, that that is their reality. Because at the end of the day, yeah, there are people that are actually doing this. And, and, and there are people that actually enjoy seeing that. And I think that there's nothing wrong with the fact that content creators are directors, producers, executive producers, and um, co-starring in their own, like, little vlogs like that is so many hats to wear as a content creator that I consistently have to juggle with so the fact that someone thinks it's cringe whatever that's cool that's your that's your hot take but to sit there and be like negative about it and kind of almost like in a bullying manner like kind of like <laughs> it was like it was it was giving mean girl vibes and I don't like that because you can just not relate to something and not be and not be for you and then that 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 can be just it right it doesn't have to be this mean girl bullying like this spewing of negativity online and kind of promoting that promoting that idea that like it's cringe or like it's not cool or it's not like the it thing to do with granted nobody i don't think we're out here trying to do it well for me at least let me speak for myself i'm not out here being a content creator to be cool or to be um with the it crowd i'm i genuinely like sharing what's going on in my life because I wish that in these moments when I look up on YouTube, TikTok, or Instagram, when I look around, I want to find somebody that's going through it and makes me feel like, oh, this is okay. This is this is what I did. Or, hey, I don't, I don't actually know how to navigate these waters, but I'm going through it too and you're not alone. Because as humans, we're not here to do this stuff alone. And I feel like the deeper that we get into this, in, this internet social media era and the more disconnected we become as community. And it doesn't have to be that way because the internet should be a tool to connect us more and somehow negativity is more prevalent on these platforms. And honestly, social media platforms definitely and technology have facilitated in this being the new norm because the algorithm promotes these type of controversial um, negative and inflammatory based contents they also um attract that type of audience and then those comments are left on other pieces of content where it's not really appropriate like if you want to go ahead and create a video about negativity and you get more negativity and whatever that's that's to each its own but people who are just honestly out here just filming their lives why are you like oh my god it's so cringe you put the you put the phone in the refrigerator so you can open it and i can see you open so what so what like what's that actually have to do with you and that leads me to my next point of why people actually engage in um negativity online and one of the biggest reasons i believe people engage in negativity online i think it's due to insecurities and i'm not saying that like oh you're insecure oh, you could never no i'm not saying that from that space but rather than like a space where i'm coming from a space of love to be honest because i have felt moments where i look at a content creator and i'm like damn like oh, i roll my eyes but it's uh it's from a space of insecurity like they're so comfortable showing up online authentically as them and i can't do that yet or this is me speaking from the past i wasn't comfortable just posting and just being myself so whenever i was faced with people with just like authentically being them sometimes it triggered something in me and i was like like okay like it, you know i don't know how to explain it into in, in english words but there's like 
that feeling that insecurity that trigger that you get when someone's doing something that you want to be doing or that you don't have the courage to do or that highlights your shortcomings and you take it personally and i think that if we use those feelings to guide us to know that hey there's work to be done here whether it's looking at ourselves looking at our lives looking at what is it that i'm feeling when i'm watching this content creator why is it so cringe to me do I want to be an actor in Hollywood? Do I want to be a director? Do I wish I could be doing these things? And nine times out of ten, that's that's I think that that's a majority of the reason why people um, leave these hateful comments and say these um, negative hot takes is because it's like it's coming from their lower right vibration selves where they're like they're not meeting themselves where they can actually be, and so it it, it comes out in a very negative, hateful way, and a lot of people join that hate train and it becomes a popular hot take now and now everybody's bullying this creator or creators in general for doing what they love and following their passion just because they're not comfortable enough to do the same and so i think that if we start to look at those emotions and we start to one be more compassionate with ourselves and with others period because if we're more compassionate with ourselves I noticed that when I started loving myself more, I was so much more compassionate with other people. I I used to be so hard on myself whenever myself whenever I made mistakes. And so whenever people made mistakes, I was like, you know, also already like uh, jump jump on their throats and my guards were up and you know, I had this very uh reactionary response to people making mistakes because that's how I, I treated myself but the moment that I started to be more kind with myself the moment I started to be more authentic and really just show myself love and compassion the things that I wasn't showing myself before was the moment that I was able to give that to others because realistically we're not able to give to others what we do not provide for ourselves what we do not have ourselves you can't give somebody a hundred dollars if you ain't even got a dollar in your pocket let's talk about it (laughs) you cannot give to others what you do not have yourself so that is an invitation to look into your well and see where is the drought coming from and you know pour into that and lean into that a little more because spreading negativity is is not the way but it is also a good way to see where you where these emotions are showing up for you and why another reason why i think that people engage in, in online negativity is because and that's what I'm talking about, by the way. I'm like 20 minutes into this podcast episode and I said naysayers and I didn't really define what that meant. And maybe that's like the law school brain brain inside of me coming in like, hold on, we need a, we need a definition. But when I'm talking about naysayers, I'm talking about people who spread negativity online, obviously, which is, by this point, it should be um, obvious. And not only online, because this happens also in real life. People project od like when you tell somebody your your plans and your and your goals and they're like oh well that's gonna be too hard you're like you can't do that and i'm like mm, mary shut up i can do that <laughs> i don't know why mary came into my head <laughs> i do not know a mary i i have i have a mary online we're not gonna get into it <laughs> we're not we're just not gonna get into it anyways so yeah like people do do this also in person so this is not only online it was just the fact that the tweet um was online and so i'm speaking about the space from a online perspective but this applies in real life too not just online not virtually people project and have negative things to say and i think it's 
when I'm talking about online, I think um, it's because they're anonymous. You know, when you're behind a screen and you don't have that face-to-face interaction, you can say things and feel like there's no consequences because there's no like, and there's like that immediate consequence that would probably happen if you said something like this to someone in person. It's not going to happen while you're online. I don't know if you guys have ever seen how sometimes celebrities will post something and then there's like they're targeted for whatever and and somebody has a hot take that's not nice and they drop it on their comments. And so when the celebrity cops back and they're like, oh my God, I never thought you would see my, my post. I love you so much. I'm actually a fan. I'm so sorry. I didn't mean to be mean. And it's like, so then why did you leave that comment? Because if you're really a fan girl, then why did you leave that comment? And to be honest, these people are fans. They are, they're actually fans of your work. And sometimes, unfortunately, negativity is also a signal or a flag, an indicator of a desire for attention and validation. And so they know by leaving this hot negative take, other people are going to commiserate. Other people are going to join in on this negativity because the reality of the matter of the world that we're living in right now is that like I said, negativity is extremely prevalent. And so what when you see people leaving these comments and then they, they, they recant, like, oh my God, I didn't even actually really mean that. It's because that an, an anonymous aspect of, of posting online and commenting online and also the desire for attention and validation. And when I think about it from that perspective, I feel bad for these, these people. Like one, all the reasons I've listed so far, insecurity. Um, anonymity and I'm not going to try to say that word again and um, desire for attention and validation I feel bad like I want to I want to hug you let's talk about it you know you can't do that with every <laughs> negative commenter um, I don't know if commenter is the word but you can't do that with every person who leaves a negative comment because some people are really just nasty out here and I've had to in this in this in this um journey i've had to realize that and it's been one of my hardest things to actualize and like conceptualize in my mind the fact that people are just really negative and and just nasty and 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 that's who they want to be some like for whatever reason whatever underlying motives and you can't like go out and just kumbaya with them but for the most part 98 percent of my reactions is like i feel bad like there is something that your comment is telling me and i just want to give you a hug and you can clap back or you can just feel bad and just you know but i'm not saying it's your job as a creator as a content creator as a as a person living your life telling people your dreams or like trying to live your your dreams or live whatever is authentic to you where people are meeting you with negativity and and projections and and hateful hot takes that it's your job to sit here and be like wow sally let me see why you're feeling like this and under and and understand that but what i am saying is that if you are able to do that then it does become a lot easier it has become a lot easier for me and i'm not a person who experiences um knock on wood i'm not a person who experiences negative comments online but i have experienced um not not in large amounts i experienced like two or three negative comments this year because my content is getting more traction and so more people are seeing it which means i'm subjected to more opinions and um 
it it hurt at first like i did clap back one time well like i clapped back not really like i just said so this girl left a comment on my um on my tiktok and she was like basically like cringing at my content or like saying like it wasn't sexy or something i did like a transition and it was like the cardi b transition like he's eating me up like mango and so like did that little sexy thing that every girl was doing on tiktok and she commented and she was like i think she said like this is not it like this this ain't it and she was like or she was like take this down this is embarrassing or something something along those lines was like what she was saying and i was like and i like commented back and i said imagine imagine if i took down the video that i wanted to do that i sat down and took time to create this makeup look and this transition because you didn't like it honestly imagine that so i just commented that and then her sister came to the post and then they were like and and i i commented again imagine like i would just i just imagine me living my life in fear of what everyone else thought about me and that's the reality of these negative comments is that we have to realize we can't sit there we're not going to satisfy everybody not everybody's going to love our content not everybody's going to like our content and that's okay it's not our job to be liked or loved it's our job to be authentic and so the moment that we allow people's perceptions and um opinions of us to dictate the way that we move especially people that we don't know like i understand if your mom was like hey you know you did xyz and this was a little um insensitive granted take that into account or sometimes when celebrities do things that they don't think about um will have negative fallback okay cool but i'm talking about more so the negative naysayer comments that like the one that i had on my tiktok video there's no um i don't think there's there's any need for a creator in that um particular instance to sit here and um feel that you need to change anything about yourself and a lot of times like that comment this is going to be my last point on why i think people leave negative comments and spread negativity online is because they need to feel some type of power or superiority over people they feel like they have some type of control it gives them some sense a sense of control of their lives like they get to sit here and say xyz about you online and feel good about themselves after even if it's temporary but it gives them a, a false sense of control and so all these reasons like i said that i listed are really indicators of where we can look in whenever we feel these emotions within ourselves and see what this emotion is actually trying to tell us whenever we're consuming a piece of content or whenever we feel the need to spread these hateful comments and um i think as consumers as creators it, it, i do think we do have a responsibility in creating healthy spaces and so um we we do need to hold ourselves accountable to how we are um behaving ourselves that sounds so weird to say to how we are behaving ourselves online and um that means as creators and as consumers because sometimes creators also do cop back and say really mean things too and it's like okay two wrongs don't make it right but also like i said i'm not telling you to kumbaya either so it's just finding that sweet spot and that balance and um just being accountable for our own actions you know and i think that as creators and as consumers we have to 
be accountable for our own actions and i think that if we hold other people accountable as well that would also help promote healthier spaces online where people can show up and be authentically them and so on that note i think it's super important to set boundaries to protect your mental health from online negativity because these online negative comments sometimes seem like just one comment but then you know they can lead to you know worst case scenario a suicide attempt or a suicide uh, a successful suicide attempt you know they can lead to people being abusing drugs to escape from all the hate it can it can lead people to do really harmful things to themselves because they do not want to feel all that hate that they're experiencing from the negativity that's being spread and so i think it's so important to set boundaries and protect your mental health and so you need to log out every now and then log out delete the app you do not need to be catching every single um post that comes to your feed you don't need to read every single tweet that comes to your feed you don't need to be spending hours scrolling and reading these comments and wallowing in that hate because it's it's just so harmful and it's not good for your mental health and it does not protect your mental health so logging out not reading comments creating more than you consume that's something that i like to live by i create so much even though i don't post it out right away I create so much more than I consume and I think that is so important as a content creator as a as a creative in this world to just be creating more than we consume just make more than you are taking in and and give more give more than you're receiving and practicing self-care is so important positive self-talk overcoming you know our own inner critics because sometimes when these people comment and we're triggered by their comments it's because they are affirming a belief that we have within ourselves in that tiktok that i described earlier i did not i don't make sexy content like i don't um, that's not my target audience i'm not here to be sexy i'm not here to be uh for the male gaze i'm not here for to be for the women gaze i mean no I do create content for the girlies and for us to feel good about ourselves, but I don't, I'm not, I'm not here to be sexy. I'm not here to be objectified. And so when I was making that transition, I was like, oh, I shouldn't post this. Like, uh, I don't normally do this. And so when she commented like, oh, this is not it. Like she kind of affirmed that little negative inner critic inside my head that was saying, don't post that. You don't post sexy stuff. You're not sexy. Blah, blah, blah. And so I think that, you know, seeing what these comments trigger in us as well is also a way to use it as an indicator of what we need to work on, what we need to look into in ourselves and um, what obstacles we need to overcome in our mindset. And please, 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 I am an advocate of block delete unfollow (laughs) 
I'm about to make some some merch that says blog delete unfollow please this is your story maybe feel free to switch it up on them whenever you want hit them with a plot twist hit them with the the end hit them with the next chapter hit them with the new book hit them with the new volume please this is your life i would hate to see people not living their lives to their fullest extent to their truest selves because they want to live their lives for others the moment that you start living your life for yourself the moment that you stop caring about what everyone else has to say about you and about what you're doing is the moment that you live for yourself and that's a word so on that note it's so important that when you're setting your boundaries and you're protecting your mental health that you're able to stay positive and motivated in the midst of receiving online criticism and negativity i think as a pillar of staying motivated in the midst of my few um, encounters of negativity which i'm pretty sure the more that my content grows the more i'm going to be subjected to that and the more i'm going to experience it but um one of the biggest pillars for this staying motivated and um being able to remain positive throughout it all i think is remembering your purpose Remember why you started this, babes. Remember why you filmed that piece of content. Remember why you're doing this. And it's it, the purpose is greater than the hate, than the negativity. Although I do think that negativity is extremely prevalent online, the impact, the positive impact that that piece of content is going to make or you living your dream or you going after what you said you wanted is so much greater than any negative piece of hate that anyone can spew and throw at you like please don't sit here and filter who you are in the face of negativity and criticism do not forget who you are stay true to yourself keep making that content that makes you happy keep showing up for yourself keep sharing those stories that you want to share that make you truly and authentically happy keep on showing up period keep on showing up period do you and no one else can do you no one else can be you we need you to be you so please 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 remember your purpose i think it's extremely important to also be open to constructive feedback um my best friend she listened to my podcast um today actually it's so funny to be talking like in real time about stuff because i'm normally talking about things in the future sense but um she listened to my podcast today and she gave me a tip and she was like you know whenever you're doing your podcast and you have these ideas um write them down you know write them down so that you can follow up and you can 
continue to give your supporters and your feet and your listeners um that storyline that they're expecting from your content and that was a piece of constructive criticism be open to that not every single thing that you do not agree with not every single thing that you're not going to like to listen to is necessarily negativity it can be constructive feedback and even those negative comments sometimes they'll be like oh i didn't like this because this was too long well consider it maybe it that that piece was too long maybe you could have shortened it maybe you could have done something different so you can also use those negative comments as a tool to um as a tool for constructive feedback if that makes sense take breaks practice self-care exercise meditate touch some grass and i'm so serious i know people say that as a as an insult like oh go touch some grass no touch some grass we need to ground ourselves we are souls having a human experience we are spirits having a human experience we need to connect to the elements water air fire earth touch some grasses brother (laughs) whoever i'm talking to i'm talking to myself right now because i haven't touched some grass in a long time and the only grass that i'm touching has been the faux grass in my patio and i need to touch some real grass so i need to get out in nature and just like living in a new city is definitely hard i don't feel as comfortable going outside by myself but once the weather gets a little bit better in san diego baby we're gonna go touch some grass and i'm gonna practice what i preach surround yourself with people who love and care about you and i'm gonna take a a step further even as it relates to the content you consume make sure that content feels good to you make sure that when you're watching the content you feel good about it and if you don't feel good about it because it's making you insecure then tap into that and see why or if you don't feel good about it because it's just hurtful and mean then stop block delete unfollow we do not need to be seeing this content we do not need to be surrounding ourselves with that like i stopped following the shade room years ago because they were so negative i don't know about now but i know back in the day they were always promoting some drama some tea something it's the shade room right it's the shade room like it's literally for shade and they used to do so much shade on there that i was just like this is so unhealthy for me to be just consuming all the time i like the celebrity gossip i like the celebrity tea but it just started to feel like you know like i was getting a lot of exposure to negativity and i didn't like how it was making me feel so surround yourself with love and people that make you feel good and the content that makes you feel good you do not need to follow that girl from eighth grade because you guys are friends in eighth grade and she's always been a hater block delete bye ciao anyway (laughs) set boundaries with your audience set boundaries with yourself one content creator that i want to name drop in here because i think she does such a good job of this is denisha carter i believe that's that's her name i hope i'm not getting it wrong because that's gonna get me mad that's gonna get me mad (laughs) but denisha carter she is a tiktoker i think she also has a youtube she sings 
everybody thinks she's AI because of the, the way that she makes her content. I think she likes that everybody thinks that she's AI because it's kind of funny. But um, she's a content creator that will set boundaries all the time with her audience. Like, she's not having that. Um, I also think that um, if you are on TikTok, go ahead and check out her page because she ha- she ha- like her page is a great way of how to deal with naysayers. She sometimes cops facts. She sometimes responds with humor. She uses the naysayers as a intro to her videos and to topics that she wants to elaborate more on. And she starts with this very narrow instance and then she broadens it and speaks about, you know, a whole issue within the community or whatever. And she brings awareness that way. And I love, love, love that that's what she's doing with her content. So I definitely think you should check her out. Um and yeah just practice accountability with how we are also showing up online because sometimes we can be the ones that are spreading hate you know sometimes that hot take that you want to post that's gonna get blow up and go viral you don't need to post it not everybody has to jump on the um Hailey Bieber hate train like that girl is getting so much hate that I kind of sorry I'm I'm feeling bad for her maybe I shouldn't <laughs> that's that's a that's a, a debate for another day but not you you don't have to post that negative thing that's itching on your mind for you to say you don't have to make a video on your negative hot take like you don't have to do that we don't have to engage in those type of practices and I think the moment that we are more accountable by our own behaviors obviously this is for a select audience this part that I'm talking about right here. When we're more accountable about our own behaviors, then we will definitely help and facilitate in promoting a healthier online space. And so that is my podcast episode for you guys today. I hope, hope, hope you really liked it. You enjoyed it. Um, I hope you were able to take away some juicy gems. This is not like my usual podcast episodes um this was just something that was really on my mind that i needed to address and i felt like it was my responsibility to also hold myself accountable like i need to hold myself accountable in addressing things that i find that are not okay that that are happening in the spaces that i'm trying to create so with that being said thank you so much for listening i hope you go ahead and rate this podcast wherever you're listening or watching to this watching to this (laughs) wherever you're listening to this or watching this footage um and just know that i appreciate your love and support so 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 much and i will see you guys in the next episode also Go ahead and make sure you subscribe to our newsletter if you haven't yet. That is going out on March 20th. Love you guys so much. Bye.